0: It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You
1: can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. All right, welcome to the Panacea Concept. That's the name of the show, by the way. I'm I'm gonna be interviewing Angelo, or do you wanna be anonymous? Too late, okay, you're not anonymous anymore. (laughs) Um, Old friend from uh, way back when, and um, we're gonna be talking about just getting another viewpoint on 2020 because conversations, they're they're not happening anymore. And if you do try to have a conversation, uh, people are kind of trained to censor each other um, and and just turn the thinking off. So uh, I think this will be healthy. Welcome to the show, Angelo. Thank you, brothers. I'm to be here. Long time, man, long time. Um, so I'm not going to give too much background to Angelo, but Angelo is a human being. Uh, he he's, <laughs> has experience. He's, uh, if you want to talk bad about the company we were talking about earlier, that's fine. I'm sure no one will from that company will hear this, but who knows? Um, so just feel free to talk freely about anything um, and uh, let's get into your 2020 experience. Uh, and we'll start with your COVID experience um, from the top, if you please.
0: All right, well, uh, I started back in March. Um, uh, I worked for the Walt Disney World Company and security, so I would screen bags. Therefore, I made contact with everyone from everywhere. If you know Disney, you know what I'm talking about. You know how international it could be, especially in the park that I was at. I was at Epcot when the food and wine festival came. People from everywhere would come. Um, I don't want to bash the company, but let's start with number one, right? If you have a pandemic coming, you know it's inevitable. Should you not take the proper precautions? We didn't even have gloves. And their excuse was, well, you have big hands. Okay, I can go to the dollar store right now and purchase a large pair of gloves, which is what I did. I had to protect myself. But the company provided nothing. Now, this is a hands-on experience. You have to grab the bag. You have to reach in the bag. You have to move items around. Countless uh, booger tissues and other (laughs) Off topic, but my first experience was I put my hand in a bag and felt something squishy. I took my hand out. Somebody put pancakes with syrup in their bag <laughs> with no no container, no nothing. I don't know what their plan was, but uh, <laughs> um, from there, the pandemic got a little crazy and left and right co-workers would be dropping like flies, not dying, uh, not being able to come to work. They started taking fever uh, temperatures and stuff like that and They'll turn you away at the door. Uh, Let's fast forward to April, early April. My mother-in-law was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma. Um, I live with her and my fiance, so I would take her to her appointments. Now, I remember one time the doctor did tell her, hey, I think it was 147 cases that he had of his patients that had COVID. Mm. So he gave us the precautions. Um, I'm diabetic as well as I have sleep apnea. Um, and, uh, long story short, I guess she contacted it. She wasn't showing. I got it. And I really wasn't showing until I got caught in the rain. And like I was saying earlier, Matthew, I drove an hour from Tampa to Orlando with the AC blasting. It was a hot day and I was wet. Uh, that morning I went to the range with Luis Nieves. If you remember him. Yeah. Um, and he noticed that I was acting a little bit weird. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm super into guns, not illegally. I like training myself and, and learning about guns and this and that. I had no stamina to shoot one magazine. Yeah. And this is not normal. So while everybody else finished up, I went to the car. I feel horrible, but I've never felt this feeling before. Um, I had no signs of COVID. I had no fever. I wasn't coughing. Um, I did start to develop shortness of breath. Thought nothing of it. I killed an entire 24 pack of night quill and day quill in less than a week with not even the slightest progress. Uh, I had no appetite. I couldn't even smell food. Um, On the seventh day, you know, most of us men are hard headed. By the third day, my fiance was like, hey, let's go to the hospital. I live super close to the hospital and I still didn't go. Um, Being Uh, how can I say this, the typical American and worrying about bills. I didn't want to put myself in another hospital bill. I finally gave in on my seventh day. I go to the hospital. I tell them what the symptoms were. They said, okay, it doesn't sound like COVID um, and you don't have a fever, but we're still going to do a rapid test anyway. Two hours later, they came back in the room and they were like, yeah, you're, you're not going anywhere. You have COVID as well as binary pneumonia. Both of my lungs had fluid. Um, And I actually, at that very moment, I started to feel like I had symptoms. Like, it was almost as like my body had to hear it before (laughs) reacting to it or whatever. Um, Now, here's a negative experience I'm going to get into. Uh, For the first 10 hours, again, I wasn't prepared to stay. I didn't have my cell phone charger. My fiance was not allowed to be in the room with me. They put me on the COVID floor. For 10 hours, I was completely alone. No nurses checked on me. No doctors checked on me. No food, even though I was hearing the food being announced on the, on the loudspeaker. Now, like I said, I'm diabetic. So at this point, I'm pale. I'm shaking. Um, I'm lacking water. I'm blowing up the nurse station. We'll be right there. They say that every couple, like I called them maybe every half an hour to 45 minutes. They never came. Um, And when they did come, it was all about ventilators. Mm. Uh, we're going to have to put you on a ventilator your oxygen levels you walked in at a 99 couple hours ago you were 97 now it's at 77 Uh, so we're going to have to put you on a ventilator now me being me I do a lot of toilet research (laughs) when I'm on the throne I do my Googles and most of the uh, cases that passed away from COVID uh, they were put on ventilators I also, I'm not a crazy conspiracy theorist, but I also know there's a grant of money that a hospital gets per patient that gets put on a ventilator. Um, So I fought it, I refused it. Uh, Several different type of doctors came in and I refused it. I guess they thought I was losing my mind because they had me speak to a therapist. By the third question, the therapist was like, what am I doing here? You're perfectly fine. I said, yes, I know. I have the right to refuse service and this continues. I have the right to request to be transferred to another hospital. And uh, they saw that I wasn't an idiot. You know, I'm not the brightest person, but I'm not an idiot. Um, when my primary came in, he was like, yeah, what are they doing? Why are they trying to put you in a veterinary? So I don't know about you, but that made me feel very uneasy. And now I'm not trusting anything that anybody says. So he asked, would I like to go home? I said, yes. He said, okay, before you're able to go home, we have to uh, remove the fluid from both of your lungs. Uh, I think I'd rather get shot by a 9 millimeter next time than have that happen. Uh, they make you sit up, reach for your toes, hold your breath, and they impale you. And uh, the, first, the first shot was without warning. She didn't tell me what she was doing. And since she was preparing everything to the right of me, behind me, I'm just lucky I didn't, I'm not the kind of person that flips out with the first prick. So I just tensed up and I looked at and I said, "What are you doing?" And then she then she told me what she's doing, yeah. which I think is totally bogus. You should tell the patient what you're about to do so yeah. they can prepare. Uh, after that, I went home and I quarantined myself and I did another test and now I'm negative. But uh, that's my COVID experience. And again, I don't, I don't think necessarily COVID is what knocked me down. Um. Pneumonia sucks, and I think it was the pneumonia that got me down. Other than that, I just felt like they were quick to to try to just label it and treat me how they feel is fit, which, like I said, I don't trust it. Hmm. Well,
1: so there's a lot. There's a few points that I want to touch on 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 your story. First of all, you're a real person. This is your real experience. Uh, this is not some coerced thing for attention. Um, there this. Thousands of people have reported similar stuff like you're talking about, but those things are, are repressed or or, or censored. Uh, I'm I'm thinking if it's okay with you, I think I, I should put this on um, the the Rumble. It's it's a YouTube competitor, I guess, uh, called Rumble. Uh, if for the video, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Okay, fine. okay, because uh, you know, video is a little bit easier for people to relate. Right. Um, so. I just want to, okay, so first thing, you mentioned smell and taste being gone. So something that is reported all the time uh, with COVID, but honestly, it's whenever you get sick, because um, the mineral that helps your body to smell and taste is zinc. And when you get sick, your body depletes minerals and zinc will be depleted. Zinc is a is, uh, harder to come by and people are usually functionally deficient on zinc. And so what they've found, um, the treatments they found for treating COVID is, uh, zinc is one of the minerals they use. Uh, It actually brings in uh, vitamin C into the cells and things like that. So the virus can't replicate. That's something, this is pretty basic stuff that they should know. And and that's been reported a bunch of times, but of course, you know, Google, I, I would, by the way, stop using Google uh, and use duck, duck, go. Um, okay. the, Oh, here's my cat. Come on, cat. Now you're in the video. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, people. No sure. I'm also, I, I, uh, I wasn't going to do a video. I'm dressed like a bum. So anyway, um, okay. so <laughs> the, uh, and she's laying down. Okay. So the other thing I want to, uh, just to clarify and make sure is, um, the pneumonia they, so you had your lungs filled with fluid, um, when, when uh, they wanted to put you on a ventilator. And then after, wow. So then you did, you made a really good call because that, I mean, probably like you've read because people get pneumonia, the lungs aren't even capable of as much air and they're going to force air into your lungs with a ventilator. So um, great catch. Uh, This is honestly what I I see a lot. Like if, if people don't take the the responsibility to, to make your own calls, uh, then things like this will, could happen and people have died from ventilators. Uh, and this is, this is insane. Like the, the, this is pretty much the hospital knew they were going to, to, it's not quite murder but that's kind of what i feel like it is like these people are trained they know what they're supposed to do but the administrators if they put you on a ventilator like you said i think what is it like forty thousand dollars or something crazy they get forty thousand dollars so the administrators who who make the calls are telling these good meaning people who are not questioning authority um to put you on a ventilator before even draining your lungs which is insane but you had a nice PCP. So that's good. So like, like, that's what, that's what people are saying is like, we are not uh, people who are speaking out against this. They're not saying that all doctors are evil. Um, they're, they're basically saying that the system is messed up and they're, they're pushing this a direction. They're not doing this at with the people's best interest at heart. So that's great catch. Um, and it's very similar. It reminds me of JJ because he caught so many different medications that were not supposed to be mixed together and JJ um, for the listeners who are just first time listening is my friend who died recently of an autoimmune disease uh, or the treatment honestly of of mainstream medicine Uh, that's pretty much what he died of Um, so that's good Um, the last thing I want to mention is that you felt worse after they diagnosed you right right there is um, there's a lot of there's a lot of studies uh, that shows when people are diagnosed, it actually has like a, a really negative effect. So um, just being labeled uh, cancer, even if you don't actually have cancer, people will be more suicidal. And so like this whole diagnose system is just ass backwards. I'll to say that. It's this... Yeah. You should not be labeled that way, especially if people don't have an understanding of disease, they're gonna think it's permanent, which a lot of, uh, honestly, a lot of doctors think it's permanent and it's genetic, but um, that, that has repercussions as well. So that's good. Um, so yeah, so now you're more open because you had an experience. I mean, I have um, my wife's father, so my father-in-law, um, he um, got tested, he tested positive, um, but he didn't take the test. How does that happen? Huh? Yes. There's actually thousands of stories of people getting who go in for testing. They were waiting online. They signed up and then they never took the test because they ran out of time and left. And then they would get in the mail, they would get a, a piece of mail that says, hey, you're positive. Uh, the test turned out positive. There are there were there was a time where every, every there were there was a lot of stories about this, but you know, like everything, there's a cycle. So it becomes normal. But yeah, so my, these tests are very fake. <laughs> like they're, they're pushing yeah. the case numbers however they wanna push it. So just again, for the people first listening, a PCR test. So here's how they can manipulate it. So they take a sample, uh, in this case, they take a sample uh, you know, from your nose, like uh, Angelo, before we were recording, he was describing how like deep they jammed that thing in his nose. Um, they take that sample and they amplify it or cycle it. They amplify the cycle so they make it bigger just to make things really uh, simple, oversimplify things. Um, and depending on how many times they cycle it, they can make it so that it's 100% false positive um, after a certain amount of cycles. And, now th- and there's actually no regulations on how these labs are supposed to run the test. So um, I believe it's on the CDC um, and honestly, watch the high wire if you want more citations, but I'm not going to provide it. So uh, the uh, the, past sev- it's, the test is 80% accurate if they cycle it or amplify the sample 17 times. The labs, and even Fauci, actually Fauci's on footage, uh, the great Dr. Fauci admitting how easy it is for, for this test to be just wrong. Um, anyway, so the labs will run it 40 times or more. So 40 amplifications. Mm. Yes. So what happens is that it's 100% false positive past, uh, I believe, 30, uh, was it 37 or 27? Either way, these labs are running it way past the point of accuracy. There's no accuracy to it. So even actually Elon Musk today tweeted that uh, these tests seem like there's something wrong with them which is they a big say. thing. Yes, <laughs> he said he took uh, four tests. And oh, then immediately, by the way, the uh, the mob rushed in tweet like countering his tweets and saying, oh, now you're adding to the conspiracy, blah, 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 blah. So um, yeah, so these tests are, are bogus. Uh, like you were saying, you had pneumonia. And I mean, it's a great thing. They actually said you had pneumonia instead of just COVID-19 and then treated you just with a ventilator. Um, so that was nice. So some, some integrity in the hospital you went to was present. Um, but the, I mean, the situation for many people didn't turn out that way. And so there's a, a big, I feel like a big case that should be brewing where people should be investigating their hospitals if their loved ones died of COVID-19. And because there's, I mean, the evidence is there. And there's actually, I don't know if you know this too, because everything's suppressed and that's why I think we need to talk to each other. There is a a petition called the Great Barrington Declaration where 11,000, I believe it's 11,000 last time I looked, uh, 11,000 health professionals are speaking out against the lockdown. That's a lot of, that's a lot of. People, yeah. and then five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand concerned citizens on that petition. Then um, I believe another five or six thousand just practitioners in the field who are licensed also signed that petition. So there, there's a lot of people. They notice. They notice what's going on. Just like Angelo, <laughs> like he he did his research before he got sick. So that's great. Um, yeah. But anyways, so well, before I
0: got sick, I lost my, uh, my grandmother, my uncle and my aunt who lived in the same household in New York City. Uh, so that's when I was like, wait a minute, grandma. OK, grandma was 90. But all your uncle, uh, gym rats, always promoting eating good health, you know, good food. And they passed within a week of being diagnosed. Oh, uh, geez. And I was like, wait a minute. That's why am I? Why am I not dead? You know what I mean like I have the recipe to be dead they did it they were hundred percent healthy they they went to the doctor monthly like they were really about their health and you know it seemed like New York City had a different case almost like a rapid case because a week was ridiculous. Three people in a week that was that was insane. Yeah so so that's that, that was a red flag for me.
1: Sorry to hear that I mean <clears throat> I yeah I would definitely speak to family and, and look into this because they, they got money. They got more money. Uh, I mean, you bring this up and people get upset, but there is a monetary incentive to treat people incorrectly. Um, and the being, they were talking about uh, hydroxychloroquine, which you're like, oh no, that kills people. And then they looked into those studies. I don't know if you've heard about that, but they looked into those studies um, that was showing that hydroxychloroquine makes everything worse and kills people. Um, those studies were faked and they were retracted, and that that story stuck. So what were they what they were doing? So science is very dirty. I, this is something I'm discovering this year. Science is very dirty. It's pretty much whoever's paying the scientist uh, to to have a cert to find something basically. So if pharma, big pharma, says, um, let me uh, my drug is is better than hydroxychloroquine, fake a study, you know? It's very easy to fake a study. All you have to do is give people the wrong doses at the wrong time.
0: I don't know if, uh, if you know about this, would, would, would that happen to be the case with uh, metformin? Uh,
1: I, don't, I don't remember too many things about metformin. So uh, what, metformin, what is- Metformin,
0: it was given to me as an alternative for insulin, uh-huh. uh, but it's also given to women for hormonal control uh, it does promote weight loss. It was introduced almost as a super pill, like right? mm-hmm. Take this pill and, uh, you won't be diabetic in two years. And that was <laughs> completely false. Um, they started, here's what didn't make sense to me. And here's why I stopped taking it. And now there's actually a big lawsuit mm-hmm. against it. Um, so yeah, take, take it for two years and you're going to lose so much weight that you're not going to be diabetic anymore. Um. They started me off with 500 milligrams a day. I go to my next appointment. Oh, you're doing progressively better. Your uh, levels are great, but we're going to put you on a thousand milligrams a day. Mm. Okay, if I'm getting better, why are you upping the dosage? Again, I try to be sheep and I just went with it. Mm. Uh, If you take medicine, you're supposed to feel better, right? I understand the the side effects. Uh, diabetes naturally makes you lethargic and it na- naturally makes you feel like I, I almost naturally depressed because of it because your level so out of whack um this pill made me feel suicidal and oh. i've never felt suicidal in my life um i started re- looking up on it and it was a rare side effect that it can with mes- you psychologically instantly i'm like i want to offer this pill i'm already in a dark place you know i don't need to have the fuel to the fire so i stopped taking it I lied to the doctor and told him, Yeah, I'm still taking it. My levels were still getting better. Hmm. And uh, he's like, Okay, the end goal here is to get you on the last year 2000 milligrams a day. (laughs) I said, You are insane. Like, this thing makes me feel horrible. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm I'm dragging ass all day. And if I skip a dosage, I feel normal. So I know it's the pill. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention, not to get too graphic, you use the bathroom over 10 times a day. Yeah. That can't be good for you. It was to the point where I was getting dehydrated. And I drink a lot of water. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I stopped the pill cold turkey, my diabetes got better. So I kind of feel like, okay, they had me on this to prolong it. So I could be a long-term customer. You know what I mean? It's the pill It's not cheap yeah how much was it per dose uh i was i was or getting i was getting two bottles a month uh 1100 Oof. and that was with that was my co-payment that was with the insurance helping me wow yeah um, it put me in a lot of debt it did <laughs>
1: see i mean that's that's the thing that i, I want to highlight people think natural health is expensive Um, you're actually fixing the problem. (laughs) So, so I don't think, I don't think it's expensive if you think about it, like it's either this or a lifelong customer. uh, And then most likely they increase the dosage, like you were saying, and they add other pharmaceuticals. No, but they fake the research all the time. Like you were saying, there's a lawsuit now. Um, So, I mean, this is the year of the vaccine as well. And so I'm okay talking about vaccines ever since I learned how disgusting the process is and, and, how everything's manipulated with vaccines, but it's a hot topic. So if anyone talks about vaccine, they immediately shut you down. Um, so what's interesting is that every time people get really upset and angry, uh, and have an emotional reaction, it isn't logic that they're responding with; it's a belief. They're like you're 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 hitting a belief. It's basically like you're saying your god doesn't exist. You know, like that's the kind of level of reaction. So you should not have that. I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't have that reaction. If you're talking about a pharmaceutical product, this is a pharmaceutical product. It's not, it's not, um, it's not water. You know, it's not, it's not love. It's not, it's not the fifth element here. You know, it's, it's, it's a pharmaceutical product. But we're taught from a very young age to have this belief that vaccines, you know, all hail the vaccine. It's a uh, saved humanity. So there's a dark history but, but, uh, with vaccines, which I won't get into. But so, so this year is the year of the vaccine. Uh, the current trials that they're doing right now for the COVID vaccine, for multiple vaccines, uh, they're also faking the safety protocols for that as well. And they're, uh that new headline, the Pfizer, the Pfizer headline that said the COVID vaccine is ninety percent effective. If you actually did, you see that one? I have not. No, okay, that's the big thing. So here's what happened uh, with after that headline. So the CEO, after telling some newspaper to run this story because people believe whatever they read on the newspaper, um, he sold sixty percent of his stocks and gained millions of dollars. He sold, he just sold his stocks. You know, that's a red flag. You yeah. agree? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the red flag. Okay. So then they went into the numbers and what it turns out is that they have about 44,000 participants in the study. So 90% effective sounds really great for 44,000 people, right? Uh, Well, they weren't looking at those 44,000 people. What they did was they narrowed down the participants to 94, 94 people. That's not even even a percentage. Um, And then they said, those people, those 94 people they got, they, they got helped by the vaccine, 90% of 94 people. So they fake the numbers. Like that's the thing, that's the thing. But people, we have, we're all so busy. You're busy, you have bills, you have things you're worrying about. So where are you gonna get your science from? You're gonna be getting it from the main, you know, whatever source because you're not gonna dive into freaking numbers, it's, it's time consuming. Like I had to have someone dive into the numbers for me who provides citations but anyway so that that number is fake and the guy made millions of dollars off of it there's no headlines uh for that but yeah so i i so vax. i don't know how you feel about vaccines uh in general but like how you feel about vaccines this year
0: i'm 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 not taking that vaccine like if can get as extreme as vaccine or jail well i guess i'm going to jail like i'm not well, the good news about jail is that if you if
1: uh, they were letting people out of jail uh, because they're overcrowding because of COVID, right? So yeah, gonna, maybe yeah. if you go to jail, you'll <laughs> go right back out. Like, yeah. oh, COVID's dangerous, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, um. So this year is super frustrating. Anyway, um. So yeah, I mean, so this other thing about this particular vaccine and why they've always struggled, this cat. Anyway, um. Yeah. Why they've always struggled to, uh, okay, okay. You're going down. All right, bye, Kitty. Um, Why they struggled with coronaviruses because um, coronavirus is a family of viruses, Um, like the cold and the flu, they're all coronaviruses. So they're all in the same family. Uh, It's not something mentioned too often. They've been trying to make vaccines for the flu, or the, I mean, they they made vaccines for the flu. It's not very successful. A lot of people report getting sick from it, by the way. Uh, and then they say, it's,
0: have, "Yeah." <laughs> for the first time, I did it last year, and mm-hmm. I was out of order for at least three days. And I'm like, man. So I got this to not get sick, and I got sick.
1: <laughs> yep. So it's basically a load of crap. It's just I'll just be honest. Like, there's no there's no research behind it uh, to support the use of it. Besides, I mean. There's more, like it's either you can use this product that's like jamming sickness into you, and uh, you know, very true, uh, DNA and other tissue from other animals. Who knows what animals? Like sometimes it's human, sometimes it's dog, and sometimes it, like these are. This is because they have to put the the viral particle into a cell, and so they harvest the cell wherever they want. Uh, like I didn't know that. I've been injected with I don't know how many vaccines. Like, we're both around the same age. We've had a lot of vaccines. We've we have other species cells in our body uh, just because of those vaccines. Anyway, <clears throat> so <laughs> it's it's a so this new vaccine is a RNA vaccine, right? Uh, the they've been failing at this type of vaccine for decades, and the side effects from the failures are. Um, the vaccine basically teaches your immune system. If it does get in contact with COVID nineteen, that it may overreact, and your immune system will just attack everything, and you'll you'll die. That's it. Like that's some of this. That's what's happened in the other animal trials. The, the animals seem fine, but then they come into contact with the virus, and then they die. Like that's that's it. Um, there's also. <laughs> I don't want I to. I don't. I don't want to. Like, there's so many things I could say about the the vaccine, but it does. It it could change your your DNA because viruses do change your DNA. Like, that's that's the thing. But everybody has viruses. I, I don't. I don't think that's talked about at all. So, did you know that you are more. You have trillions of viruses in you. I, I don't, I don't yes, uh, you have billions, if not trillions, of bacteria and germs. I think most people know bacteria and germs. But you also have a virome, so you have a microbiome and you have a virome. So you're, uh, what's really interesting. So everything's always about balance. Life is always about balance. So like in your body, these viruses, you always have viruses. So like uh, like herpes, right? Like getting a cold sore, or something like that, right? Not a big deal, but you know it's blown out to be. Uh, so what happens when you get really stressed? you lose your ability to hold balance and then your sickness can express itself in a however different way so like maybe you get uh, pneumonia you know, or maybe you get a cold source, or maybe you just get a cold you know and like that's that's whatever virus i guess is opportunistic at the time so that's that's the other thing but what they did with this whole 2020 lockdown thing is they made everyone think that they have to kill all germs and viruses by wiping everything down with chemicals that cause hormone issues which could also lead to cancer and um and then also stresses stresses everybody out it kills the good germs and the good bacteria and uh yeah like it's, like that's what the, that was what their directions were. that's
0: that's when again maybe we're on a different level than other people, but that's when I, I I, thought that to myself. I thought common sense should kick in that we're overdoing it. Um, <laughs> quarantining ourselves, even without having the virus, it puts us at risk, because how does our body fight off what's out there without being exposed to it, maybe not in large amounts, if I stay home for three months and I go out there, I'm going to get sick because I haven't been exposed to any kind of germs. My body doesn't know how to fight it. It's going to be an extreme level of sickness. It just it doesn't make sense to me. And I know good bacteria exists mm. and good germs. So what am I doing here? Killing 99% of them. I'm, I'm harming myself as well. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I think quarantining yourself without having the virus, it just yourself weakening your immune system. You're, you're killing yourself, essentially exactly and live in a bubble the rest of your life you know what i mean like
1: yeah i think i'm not sure if we were in the same class in high school but um i don't know why they showed us the movie bubble boy with yeah. um jake gyllenhaal <laughs> i don't know why they did that but um it just made me like that was the first thing i thought of um the the twist there was that bubble boy wasn't actually he didn't have a compromised immune system. His mom just wanted to protect him, um, yep. and so she just lied to him. So it's kind of funny. It's kind of, kind of similar. Uh, only these people, uh, you know, are killing a lot of people by it. I mean, Dr. Fauci, horrible guy. Uh, my uh, aunt, I I, t- I tell this to people. My aunt actually is in a a, a f- Facebook fan club of him, and I'm just like. Why, why aunt? Why? <laughs> um, anyway, so he, he, um, his plan has literally been the same thing for eight months. Like, do we not notice, do we not notice that the plan is wear a mask, lock yourself indoors, don't go six feet of people even though there's like no science behind any of those three. Like, do we not notice that then, then when the numbers come up, it's because everyone's doing, oh, because you guys are doing, doing your job. And so like what the news shows like in Florida, I noticed they blame Florida a lot, even though the numbers are great in Florida, and it's completely open, and everything's fine. Like, well, in reality, everything's fine. And the news, they're probably saying like, Florida is a death, death hole or something. I don't know. Um, But the... It's, it's the same plan. It's the same plan for eight months. Anyway, so it gets really frustrating, but it's nice to talk to people who realize it. Um, and I would like to talk to someone who doesn't realize it, but I'm pretty sure they'd yell at me. Um, <laughs> I actually <laughs> I actually dropped out of um, a, a Toastmasters, uh, which is a public speaking uh, group where you learn how to public speak. And I dropped out of it because every, every meeting was basically... Them saying the world's over. This is the new normal. Just get used to it. And and I I was just like, why? Why would you? Why would you think that? You know, like this is funny. The conspiracy this year, you know, in like 2000, this conspiracy was the world's gonna end. And now the conspiracy is the world's just fine. Like it's switched. <laughs> like yeah. I now the conspiracy theorists are 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 people who want you to live your life and, uh, and not be panicked. It's funny, um, the, uh, so you voted for Trump, we talked about that earlier.
0: Right.
1: I voted for Trump, I was, I, I'm honest, um, and I think we should be open about that. Uh, and it's not because we hate people or we're racist, like, we're both Spanish, by the way, right. so we don't hate ourselves. Um, Where I, I have a darker skinned wife, I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, what do you call it? Affirmative action or anything. It was, we picked each other, you know, it wasn't something same just way. by mine, skin.
0: Mine, mine is about her skin complexion. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: same here. Uh, um, so it's, be, so I think this whole demon, demon, I don't think this is a real word. This whole demification, that's not a real word um, I think this, so. <laughs> uh, of whoever disagrees with you is hurting it's hurting everybody like it doesn't make any sense I've I tried to talk to family members uh and I've been uh in it they inadvertently said they wish I would die uh and I was just like well I don't wish you would die because it's almost like talking to a child at this point uh, no offense to like no offense to anybody who may get offended by that. Um, but like, if a kid goes up to you and says, I hate you, I hope you you die, you know, you're not going to take that personally. It's a, it's a kid being irrational. So that's how I look at it. Um, <laughs> but like, a, there's like a heavy military family. And they very much think that Trump is trying to kill people. And I was just like, I, I don't, I, all right, so here's here's what made me flip on Trump, and I don't know, maybe you can get into what made you flip on Trump, is that I, I watched The Daily Show for years and I watched mainstream media, right? That's, you know, not not uh, occasionally, you know, I don't spend much time. And then I watched, um, just by myself, I just watched uh, a news conference, a press conference that Trump did. And it happened to be the press conference where they, they Fabricated a story out of what he said about bleach injecting bleach, and I was, I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah." I was like, "Wait a minute, I watched that press conference. I don't remember him saying inject bleach into your veins or anything." I was like, "That's weird. Wait, did they just make that up?" And sure enough, that's actually what they do. They just f- try to take anything and they make a story. It's literally propaganda, I, I would think. But yeah, what what changed? What changed your mind? I know uh, you said you were more of a Biden person. Um, what changed your mind
0: i was uh okay i was anti-trump because of number (laughs) one his mouth and i believe his (laughs) phone should have been taken away early in the early stages of this uh, presidency i have a lot of mexican friends um you know being puerto rican either way i was born in the states you know i was born here so i have certain rights that our other latino countries don't have as well as you um So the whole wall situation and everything was it was mind blowing to me. But like you just said, I was listening to the mass media that takes things that are out of context and make a story out of it and blow it up as if it's facts. Um, what made sense to me was I started to think, hey, before I come inside, I lock my car door, I lock my house door, I live in a gated community. What what's the difference with the country? You know what I mean? It's not that we're making the process to become legal any harder. Um, but if you look into the whole crossing of the border, border uh, it's run by, it was run by thugs, uh, a group called the Coyotes. And it was so bad that I think it was 150 bodies a week on average were mm-hmm. being recovered in the scarce desert land between here and, and Mexico because the coyotes would kill their own people, rob their own people. Hey, I'll promise you safe crossing. Just stick with me, pay me a certain amount. They'll get taken to an isolated part of the desert, murdered and robbed. And, uh, you know, that's not, how can I say this? That's, um. the wall prevented a lot of that because now it's blatant that there is no easy route to come in other than doing the legal process. So that deters people from trying to come this way. And inadvertently, it's saving lives in a way. Mm-hmm. I get it. it. It A lot of the policy, policies suck for those that are already here as well. But if you've been here, and this is no offense to anybody, I love everybody the same, right? But if you've been here over 10 years and you haven't tried to become a citizen the correct way, but you're reaping the benefits of a citizen, where does fairness come into play? What about those people that did waste their life savings? I'm not saying waste, but use their life savings just to do things the right way, to become citizens the right way. What happens to them? How is that fair to them at all? What what makes anybody different? Not to mention, you get screened, you get filtered when you're doing things the right way. And obviously, if you're no good to society, if you're a, a a crime committer, and I mean like you know bringing hard drugs and and and, and things like that into this country, or or you, you're, you, you've you done things in the past that you shouldn't do, it filters away of not having that garbage over here. If you don't police that, if you don't build a wall and they're still coming, you know, illegally, nobody's to say that you're innocent. You're coming over here to, to, to spread more hate, to spread more violence, to, to, to poison the community with more drugs, even though I have a whole different outlook on on that as well, but that's that's a different topic. Um, You know, it just, it works in the favor of of everybody. You know, what was Ellis Island? You know what I mean? You couldn't get past there. Our ancestors, our grandparents couldn't come over here without going through some type of screening, some type of filtration, you know? So I just think this is that on a larger scale. If you're here, you should be, I'm not saying right away deport them. They're bad people. No, look for an outlet. To do things the right way it, it may not seem moral but it's, it's the right thing it's the right thing it's I, you and I were lucky to have the entry that we have you know what I mean mm-hmm. but if it, if it was the other way around I would have more honor knowing that I took the proper steps to become a citizen to deserve the citizenship to deserve equal rights to everybody that's here if I came illegally legally and I'm reaping the benefits if I'm you know, coming with a fake ID, I'm, I'm, I'm receiving. I personally know people right now, like, I'm struggling. I can't get approved for food stamps for, I don't know why. But I know certain people that don't even have a green card, and they're getting over 500 bucks a month in food stamps. Mm. They're getting a government check based off of a stolen or sold Social Security. You know, and some of them take pride in that. And I I don't think think that's fair at all. So that changed my views a little bit to understand Trump. Can he word things a lot better with how rich this man is? He should hire somebody to write for him, to coach him? Yes, He's, he's an asshole for that. I can't say this man is a racist because growing up in New York City, like again, growing up a fan of hip hop, he was in hip hop a lot. He was in, my passion is wrestling, as you know this, he mingled with wrestling a lot. In fact, his best friend is Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? So, that's a company that's full of minorities at the moment. You know, hip-hop is all minorities. How can you say this man is racist when he's rubbing shoulders with them? That he got a position of power? That he has to make what's fair fair? Yes. Do I agree with every single thing this man does? And every I do not. But, I'm not going to vote against him blindly just because I'm voting against him. I consider Trump like, he's like Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd Mayweather, people don't like his style, blah, 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 whatever it is, but they still bought his pay-per-views to see if he'll lose. So I think people voted for Biden just because he was Mm anti-Trump, not because they actually support Biden, and his views, you know what I mean? And I think that's, a form of cheating, that's dishonesty. You know what I mean? Like, if that's the case, they should maybe look into Joe Jorgensen, somebody who actually would have good competition in her morals and her ways for Trump. But uh, not to not over talk here. Um, I I don't are not getting into this yet, but I have my gripe with Biden's laws. I think Biden is going to set this country back a lot. Um, we have to remember that Trump is still still fixing the mess that was left by Bush that Obama didn't get to finish. You know what I'm saying? Obama was a good Band-Aid for the wound, but we need healing. And the proof here is when Obama was in office, I was unemployed for 13 months. With this pandemic, okay, I've been unemployed for three months. And that was not because I couldn't find a job. That's because of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to also think what's best for us financially. And this company, I mean, this company, this country is in extreme debt. And we have to get more in debt to fix the debt. And who better than somebody who filed for bankruptcy, what, three times? <laughs> and still bounced back and he's a billionaire? It, the proof's in the pudding right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what people got to put as priority. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I um, I've been uh, i voted, I believe one, two, three times. Yeah, this is my third time. Believe right? How many times you voted? Three. I, we're the same age, so it should be three. Okay. Yeah, three. Um, hold on, let me. So, um, where were we? So the the whole Biden thing, right? So I've been uh i voted three times. One, two, four times? Maybe four it's right? So uh, Obama, Obama, uh. Uh, Trump. Yeah, four times. Trump. Yeah, four. Okay, there we go. Where does time go? So here's how I look at voting. I vote for people. I don't vote against people. So I never right. thought, I, I don't care that there's. it's a two-party system. I vote for whoever I feel is going to do the job. So I think if everyone did that, we wouldn't have this whole uh, monopoly of our of our votes because like like Biden said, you know if you ain't black or you, if you don't vote for me you ain't black right like <laughs> you mentioned that before the recording, right so like he it feels entitled, uh, these are he's like the most entitled one of these people are really they feel entitled to your vote they don't feel like they need to earn it because they're just not the other guy, um, that that should like if the mainstream media was actually real journalism or whatever or even even if it was just neutral they would have ran that story to the ground oh Oh, god, people people would love that that is like i mean i I, he even i saw footage i didn't see it at the time but i saw footage actually of him playing despacito uh to a group of hispanics oh look at my ringtone oh i like your music like you're super super racist (laughs) anyway um and not to, not to say like, I, I don't like Black Lives Matter. I've mentioned that several times because I actually, it's a, it's a white organization using black people as a shield to do their own work. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but it's actually true. Like, I did not know that. Like I thought Black Lives Matter was actually, uh, you know, about black people. But apparently it's just another way of using minorities to, to do rich people's dirty work. Um, but you can't say that because of the name, like that's the other thing, like the name like people need to get past the name. I don't care what your organization's called, what are you actually doing? <laughs> it's just like, I think that's important. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but, uh, th- okay, so, so here's how I look at it, <laughs> right back to it. Um, so I voted for Obama twice, and then on the second election, I actually found out information that seemed very, very disturbing to me. So it turns out he's executed without trial uh, staggering amount of Americans uh, overseas through drone strikes. So I was like, "Wow, that doesn't sound like the charismatic uh, b-ball uh, guy that that I know." You know, he's very charismatic. He's he's likable. You know, he's the he's you know he has that going for him. Uh, so he's done that. And then when Snowden. Uh, was a whistleblower and was exposing what the government was doing by listening to everyone's information, I thought that was odd that Obama was pursuing trying to freaking arrest Snowden for it uh, when that's a whistleblower. You know, this is someone who's risking his life to expose some injustice. And then, like, I I noticed that was weird at the time. I was like, shouldn't this person be protected? Because he felt like he had a moral obligation to you know say something but no like the whole media was just like this guy should die you know <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> and, and then when i like it was it was uh, prism he exposed prism and now that movie's on netflix the snowden movie i don't know if it's a load of crap or not but um but yeah and then the WikiLeaks and all these things and then like hillary clinton uh with with the emails and then like all this like i heard all this these rumors but I now I know there's a lot of proof behind it that she's getting people she's her her enemies mysteriously disappear the in the Clinton family and I was like you know what 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 is this country like we're, we're really like what it turns out to be is like we're we're watching Barney on the TV when all this horrible stuff is going on in our country and we have no idea like that's what I feel like it's like they're yep. just we're they're doing hand puppets right while they're like these It's like a cult, really, and and that's what I figured out this uh, after Obama's second uh, term. Then, then right, yeah. Then Trump, Trump came up, and it was Trump versus Hillary, right? And I was just like, I hate Hillary. She seems like an awful person, Uh, and I don't want to say hate because you know that's unhealthy. So let me let me change that. Um, Let me say I think she's an awful person. (laughs) That's, that's the best I can do. <laughs> she seems like an awful person. Um, and she also seemed entitled to, to your vote and which I don't like. So it, it just seems like the democratic party, all they do, they just say, I'm not this guy. And then that's it. They don't actually have any plans. Um, and, I, and I was used to hearing eight years of, of Obama saying, oh, I just can't get that done. You know, the Democrats, uh song was always i can't get that done because of the republicans oh, what do I, what do, what can i do um so uh, i was just like I, I, the democratic party is useless so then the republicans in my opinion was just for rich people like that's what i thought so i i voted third party when trump on first uh first ran so i voted for jill stein it's Jill Stein, um and i was just like well you know, these are awful choices, I'm gonna vote there. Anyway, and then um, this whole debacle happened. And uh, then I noticed they were just fabricating stories. So whenever I'm pushed one way, I don't know how you feel, but when I'm pushed one way, I don't wanna go that way. I'm like, why are you pushing me to think the president is this awful racist who, who's ruining the country yet somehow my taxes are less, I'm getting, uh, everybody seems fine uh like there's more jobs and uh and and like i'm not here and oh he, he took us out of wars like that's a big thing that's something that no president in my lifetime i think has done like they put us in wars he took a, a, a he's he uh made us energy independent which means that whole excuse for war of oh we don't have enough oil and these guys are raising the prices. Let me go conquer that country. That's gone. That's off the table. He's actually won this year two Nobel prizes, which I don't think they reported on. Um, and he I didn't actually hear about it. So yeah, he's won twice. I was like, oh. yeah, Obama won before he even took office, and I was just like, this is just because he's black. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of patronizing, I think. So whenever I see Black Lives Matter and um, this whole. I'm offended because you had a microaggression towards me. Crap. Uh, I think that, uh, like, who, like, does that make sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does it make sense yeah. that I don't know if you've seen this, but they, they, I, I and, and my Toastmasters, they look for any reason for things to be racist against them. Like, you can't live that way. Like, if you live that way, you're always going to be angry. That's, that's how I feel. Anyways. Um, so, I think we've covered everything. Uh, anything you'd like to add words to the people who who just uh, are not in your life because they, of your opinions or anything like that?
0: Anything you'd like to say to them? Um, I love everybody. I don't judge anybody. I I do hope they come back to me. I lost several friends. I lost over 10 friends. Um, I do hope they come back to me with a more level-headed mind for an open discussion where I would plead my case. These people did not even give me a chance to plead my case. It was, oh, you voted for him, you agree with every aspect, and that's it. There's no, you can't just, I can't have an opinion, in other words. You know, I can't have my own interpretations of what he says. I'm not I'm not a human, I guess. I have to be a robot and follow. No, Trump bad, that's it. You know? And uh, I feel like this year, I remember growing up, I don't know about you, uh, MTV pushing you to vote and stuff like that. It's never been as crazy as this year. Aren't our phone numbers private? <laughs> I mean, I've I've got more calls from from uh, the Democrats than anybody else, I think, in the history of me holding a phone. <laughs> I wake up to 10, 15 missed calls, 10, 15 text messages. And I'll respond to them, so they're not robots. I'm gonna, like, hey, I have my own beliefs. Please take me off the list. Um, some of them were were nice, and some were okay. Well, enjoy the country going to hell or, or <laughs> something like that. Like they were that aggressive this year with me, and it's like, wow. Yeah. So I did. I want to thank those friends that did come back to me. I won't mention names, but um, a few of them, you and I, did go to high school with, and they came back to me with an open mind, and they were like, okay, why? They let me explain why. We came to. Uh, you know, agree, disagree point. I understood their point, they understood mine, and now we can move on with a beautiful friendship. But uh, other than that, if anybody listening could could just take my advice, if you already know the person, if you know they're a good person, if they're good for you, if they're good to you, if they've done good things, I for once take pride. I help the community a lot. I help people that are better in a better position than myself why does my opinion on who our leader should be just make that all invalid? It shouldn't be that way. You, you, you literally just threw a whole friendship away, even though you know this person. Like Deep down inside, you know their intention. But because the media tells you one person's bad, that's it. Your friendship is gone. You throw everything away. And uh, it hurts, man. It hurts. And not everybody could be as forgiving as me. I know people that end the friendships and now... They feel, how can I say this? Uh, regret, and now the other person won't give them the time of day, and that, that's sad. You just destroy something, you know, because the media tells you to. It doesn't have to be extreme left. It doesn't have to be extreme right. You take the points that you want that you feel you relate to, and you run with it. Like you said, Matthew, you know, you're voting for the person. You know, you're not voting because of X, Y, and Z. How the media tells you to vote. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and i think if people start thinking like that everything will fix itself The, the world will fix itself the world is not see 2020 is full of negatives man but at the same time it's giving a lot of opportunities for those people to be entrepreneurs to to have a voice social media is everything right now your voice will be heard if you stop being sheep if you if you sit back and try to think before you you make a choice before you make a a a uh a status or whatever the case may be. Um people like you Matthew, you're you're you have a great following right now. I have a great following. It's up to people like us to just give the real, to just be real and, and, and be transparent as, as much as possible. And it's not it's not a hard job. It's actually harder trying to, you know, cheer everybody like like we, you know, we help the hand puppets and everything like that. And just yeah, just the world of shit, just accept it. It's gonna be like this. No, we shouldn't have to. So one year just reverses everything else all the progress we made already no it's just another obstacle we got to keep pushing and the world will be okay mm-hmm.
1: beautifully said um I, I feel like i should talk to you for a couple more hours but i think uh no one would be watching at that point so i'll yeah. <laughs> to, uh end the recording i i just want to say that it's there's a few quotes that I shared on the on the Instagram, which I hate, and I'm going off of, uh, which I, I I think it's fine to say I don't like Instagram anyway. Um, where if you, by Thomas Paine, feel free to look up Thomas Paine quotes. I think he's uh, is pretty he has pretty good quotes. Where if you pretty much I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember um, okay. is if you censor your enemy, you set a diff, uh, a certain precedent so. You know, basically saying that you're going to end up, your again, your your voice is going to end up being stomped out if you don't actually protect your enemy's voice as well. So because you're going to be setting that whole precedent where they don't have a voice. Well, then you're they're going to find other reasons for more people than I have a voice, and then so on. I mean, uh, people don't know this too, most likely because it was a small story. They actually censored a mathematical law because it suggested that Biden's win is impossible because it doesn't match a mathematical law. So they censored the word uh, Benford's law. So we're talking about censoring math. We're talking about censoring history. We're talking about censoring opinions. We're talking about censoring science. like, so like what's, I mean, what's next? English? So I mean, yeah, okay. They're censoring English already. I can't say certain things because it could be, microaggression. But anyway, uh, so I'll end it. Thanks everybody for listening to this interview. Hope you enjoyed.